Hey there, here's Tiago, the host of this podcast. Today is the 200th episode of The Wannabe Entrepreneur. And I, I normally don't get excited about these things. For instance, I obviously already crossed the 100th episode and I, I didn't care too much. But for some reason, this time, 200 just seems such a crazy number. 200 episodes in the last nine months. It's been a crazy journey, and I shared it on Twitter. A lot of people are congratulating me. But for me, it felt easy. And I think that when you're truly in love about what you're doing, it's easy. You, It doesn't take effort to do something. It just time and goes by, and I just want to keep on doing this and keep on releasing episodes. There was never a day when I woke up not wanting to record an episode. And today I was about to release another interview, a super great one that uh, I had with Jakob. But uh, someone gave me a great surprise. Two of the oldest listeners of The Wannabe Entrepreneur, I spoke about them, Luisa and Wolfie, they decided to get together and record their own version of the wannabe entrepreneur. Their idea was to give me a slack. They remembered the last time, uh, or when I had COVID recently, and I still uh, kind of forced myself to release an episode, they wanted to give me a break. So they got together and recorded this adaptation of the wannabe entrepreneur, a 20 minutes version. I will share it with you in an instance. I just want to say that uh, people are amazing. Since I started this journey, I met such great, amazing people, entrepreneurs, bootstrappers. And uh, we often expect the worst from people, especially when we travel or when we don't know them, because that's what we see on the news. We assume that everyone is bad, but in reality, bad news just travel faster than good news. Most people are amazing. And uh, if we also think about what's happening now in the world with Ukraine and Russia, that's terrible. But most people in Ukraine and Russia, they are nice people. It's not their fault. It's just when there are bad people around, even if there are few, they they just yeah ruin everything for, for everyone. But I, I just want to say this. I'm really thankful for all the listeners that have been supporting this podcast, that have been supporting my entrepreneur journey. It's definitely a hard one. It's probably one of the hardest things you can do in your professional career. But if you are surrounded with friends and like-minded people, it definitely makes a difference. Thank you so much, Luisa and Wolfie, for recording this episode. It's, it's a great one. I, it was super fun. I did not pay them to do this. They They just... They, they spoke quite a bit about the WB space. They are also members, but uh, it's it's quite fun. I, I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, the normal interview that was scheduled for today will then be released on Saturday. And it's also a great one, and I would love for you to listen to it. So, yeah, Luisa, Wolfie, take it away. 
Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wannabe Entrepreneur, the podcast about what it's really like to bootstrap a company. This is not a new voice of Tiago, as you can hear. This is Luisa and Wolfi. Who are you? Why are you doing this podcast instead of Tiago today? That's a good question because you sent me an invite and now I'm sitting here with you. <laughs> Doing a podcast that should somehow, I don't know, you, it was your idea. You can explain that. I certainly will. I became a member of the Wannabe Entrepreneur Community after listening to Tiago's Daily Podcast because you had posted that on Facebook, if I remember correctly. And it was episode 61 about when to terminate a side project. You even you even remember the number. That's, that's crazy. I have shared this so often that I know it by heart. <laughs> yeah, and this was a lot of episodes before. And um, in one of the episodes when Tiago was not feeling very well because he was sick, then I decided it would maybe be a great idea to have a backup episode, which he could air whenever he needs it. Okay, and that's what we are creating here, right? Yes, that's why I invited you, Wolfie, because you are another of those very early listeners. Yeah, I started with the first episode, I guess. And, and since then, yeah, I'm listening to it. Tiago has always this, this, this structure, right? Of, of the episodes, these three sections. What are, what are the sections? He is sharing the profile, uh, the project updates. Then he is sharing the lifestyle of an entrepreneur and some tips and tricks for bootstrappers. I don't know the correct order, but these are the three sections. Okay. So we have to adhere to this structure. So what, what should we start with? I guess the fact that we're doing this would actually be a nice way to talk about tips and tricks for bootstrappers because um, when you're a solo entrepreneur or when you're creating a company all on your own without financial support, how can you get support? How can you make sure that you actually can manage? So we can combine that already with the lifestyle of an entrepreneur, right? So lifestyle of an entrepreneur is super difficult. You have to create your episodes so that you can publish two episodes every week, which is a, a lot of work. We are sitting here already for, I guess, four hours now, just doing the intro. This is not about fake news, but yeah, it has taken us some time to get ready for the recording. So yeah, lifestyle is, is super, super tricky. And uh, that's why we are here creating this episode for Tiago, a backup episode. But what did Tiago do to, to have such good friends who who are doing that. I, I'll come back to your question. Actually, while you were saying that, I was thinking, because my first intention was like, okay, maybe Tiago is in some bad or difficult situation or he's actually sick again or so, and then he would be grateful for having this episode. But Wait, does it, does it mean that we are not allowed to make fun about him here because it's a bad situation or something like that? I was about to say this is a totally pessimistic view because maybe he just wants to take a day off sailing or more than a day off sailing or uh, i'm pretty sure he's he's hanging out on a boat right now definitely we hope the best of course we do so you wanted to know how he did this to to have such supportive members of his community well in in your case i think that the story is a little bit different because you know him already from collaborating in at, at your former company so you were working very closely together yeah he was he was always this guy who wanted to to create new features he had new ideas and it was always a problem with the 
the, the business leads because they weren't very happy with with this approach to to try out new things all the time. So he was definitely already kind of an entrepreneur back in the days at Trivago, and that was sometimes a, a problem as well. But I think it was definitely clear that that he will end up somewhere in the entrepreneur space where he has the freedom to create exactly those solutions that he has in mind. So you already were able to observe this drive that he is having, leading him from one idea to the other and then making him pivot. Of course, but maybe I'm just smarter now looking back. Okay, so in retrospect, you came to this conclusion. Yeah, also interesting that you say it was a problem, actually, because I think nowadays really a lot of companies start to leverage the entrepreneurial spirit. So they even have create this um, spaces where, where people can work on their ideas. At least they promote that. I don't know if it's really like that. And it wasn't a, a huge problem, but at the end, most of the companies, they want to have employees who just do their work. And usually there is a lot of work to do. And, and if you have done some What is the correct term for Freigeist in English? I don't know. Then it's a German lesson as well, Freigeist. So the people who who really wa want to be to live this this spirit of, of freedom. Lingui says something about free spirit. I I also know this feeling. You know, I, I work at the university where well sometimes structures can be rather old fashioned. That's why I love projects so much. So we have a lot of projects where we get uh, external funding and they have a time limit, but you always have to be a bit innovative and and start something new. So I really use this for my crazy ideas. And then there are the side projects where I can play around and, and find things else out. Um, but apart from that, yeah, I uh, there, there seems still uh, to be a difference between someone who really wants to bootstrap their own company and people liking to pursue new ideas. So you have been working at companies, at universities, but also pursuing your own ideas, even with your own companies. Do you see a difference or have you identified who are the people who actually go for their own startups as opposed to people who just like to pursue new ideas and maybe try something out? So I think there are definitely two types of developers. I can just say that about developer or developers or tech people. And you have those people who have crazy ideas all the day and they want to try out new things. And then you have people who really want to focus on a problem. They are also happy if they get the input, what they should solve. So they're kind of workers, but they are really good in that. So you have definitely those two categories. I mean, you have in, in reality more categories, but if you want to just categorize people into two categories but that that doesn't mean that you that all those people who have good ideas that they that they will end up in the entrepreneurial world i don't think that that there's a correlation this is a different world if you leave the security of being an employee and that what tiago did i think is not very easy to step and a lot of people they have their side project next to the to the work i think that's quite common And people are creative besides that job. But really being an entrepreneur, quitting the job, that's, I think, a, a huge step. And that's not very common. Nowadays, maybe a bit more because you earn a lot as a developer and then you have some savings. And that's, of course, helpful if you have a longer runway to try out things. But still, it is a huge step and it's definitely 
not that easy what Thiago, for example, did. Yeah, it seems to be like a trend, but maybe I'm biased. Definitely, it's, well, I think he, in his podcast, Thiago is really super honest with the listeners and with the community. And um, that's also kind of an approach which I guess not all of the podcasters and bootstrappers uh, share. He's really showing his vulnerability and, and being super open. And on these, in the same time, he has identified that he would not want to do it all on, on himself. So he's working on his own projects, but he still um, is, first of all, looking for mentorship and exchange. And then he has even created the, the wannabe entrepreneur community. For me, it was kind of a surprise when he actually did it. But Why was it a surprise for you? Yeah, well, I was like, oh, another, another project. <laughs> How will this work out? But back then I, w I was not getting the idea that you need to have all of these different projects and <laughs> to actually make uh, something out of it at the end. So I was still thinking, okay, you, you have to pursue one project and then you go for the other. And maybe this was basically because I know for myself, when I try to pursue too many different things that I kind of lose track. But definitely I'm doing this with a totally different approach. It's all side projects and I just have to make sure that the dive club is running and that I uh, can uh, proceed with my flamenco choreography. And it, it's more about making sure that the resources are distributed in a good way. I don't make money out of any of those activities. So the first time when, when Thiago told me about this, about the community and that he want, that he wants to to sell the access to the community. I couldn't believe that, that somebody pays money for getting access to, to a Slack group. That was, that was a bit weird. And I, I didn't understand it, to be honest, back in the days. Uh, by the way, you, you were the first paying member, right? Of the podcasts or supporter. It, it wasn't a member back in the days. I'm not sure if I was the first, but one of the first. And then uh, a lot of people followed you and and now there are a lot of people paying for the community and it's a it's a great community and so you're a quite active active member Luisa from the beginning on so what is what is the value for you that you get out of the community why why are you that active okay so there in the community there are all kind of opportunities so recently we have identified the what i'm doing today a channel to be the most used channel and here the the value for me is really for myself to define actually what i'm going to do on this day and this is a moment where i can reflect on the day and it's actually an interesting moment theoretically i could also post this on twitter but it's definitely nicer to post it in a community where it's not for everyone i can share different kind of things and um apart from that there are other great channels where the there are the channels about asking for advice and uh victories and fr fr frustrations and the learnings um where well we are kind of following our own um project so we we see where people are going what they're um trying to find out and we can really use this knowledge within the the community the network so you are working on something and and you have experience but that's not totally public so it's not on your member page but when someone posts a question you can react to that the interesting thing about those questions for me is 
that you always get an answer. Yeah. Because if I if I tweet something and if I don't have a lot of followers, like thousands of followers, um, usually I don't get an answer or just one useless answer. But in the community, I think you always get an answer because they're super active people. It's a smaller community and you get a way more value out of a question if you if you post it there and i think that's a huge difference to twitter on twitter sometimes people are like using an answer to market their own product or so so it, it's not that the free so when you answer the question in the community there's no right or wrong so it's it's super open no judgment people come up with also quite some unusual answers but it, it's there's always a value in it and you have a lot of different people in in this community different backgrounds different different knowledge which is also quite nice because if you if you think about it it's it's not that many people but already with i don't know how, how many there are at the moment and it depends when the, the episode is aired but so at some moment there were 70 you have 70 people not everybody is is super active of course But you have already in those 70 people, you have you have designers, you have a lot of entrepreneurs, of course, you have business people, you have um, product people, you have developers, different technologies, languages, front end people, back end people, people from academia. So already there you, you, you have a super diverse group. And this group can be can be also really valuable for a project or for questions that you have, and and I think that's that's really yeah. the the added value of this of this community. And when Tiago told me that he wants to create this community, I didn't think about that, and I I didn't believe that that this can work out, but apparently it did, and now um, I'm quite happy to be part of it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and actually what you're describing is even valuable to someone like me. I I don't need to develop any product and I well rarely I'm involved in some coding, so to say. Uh, I, I, I forgot your category. What what is your category? I don't have a category. Okay. My category is she is there commenting on everything. And actually for me it's a perfect opportunity to also change my perspectives, and this is what I totally love and I think is crucial for what I do and also a bit what I am as a personality. Yeah, just see, okay, this is what people are discussing. Sometimes it's about technology. Sometimes it's about productivity. We are discussing marketing, but we are also discussing really like the lifestyle of an entrepreneur question. So the, the mental health questions, the how you can take breaks. So how to avoid getting totally addicted to Twitter. So I'm really happy that when I started the Tweet 100 Challenge already in my first week, <laughs> I remember Tiago's episode on the dark side of Twitter and decided to automate it right away. So this is all kind of things that I would never have come up with. And I just had a look. There is already a new member today. Nice. So did we say hello already? I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Your job is to come in when someone needs a specific advice or is doing a project where you can share your experience. And Yeah, I'm definitely not the guy who post the, the daily schedule or something like that in a, in a Slack channel, no. Which category do you like best then? Let me have a quick look. I have an opinion on everything. So looking for advice is definitely a category that is for me because I can always give my two cents. That's perfect. <laughs> Feedback is usually also a good channel. 
victories and frustrations can be quite useful. And there's also this Today I Learned channel, which I really mm -hmm. like to, to use and also to post stuff, but also just to read what people found. It's, it's like a, a very well curated mini Twitter, so to say, this, this section. And we haven't mentioned the super special channels yet. We had, do you do the random coffees? No. Yeah, I have stopped doing them because I'm overwhelmed with getting my things done at the moment. But I love the idea of random coffees. What, I, what I'm using now, or what I try to use a bit more often now, is the break room with this timer that Tiago added. Because I, I complained about this, that whenever I'm in a break room with Tiago, uh, it ends up having, a I don't know, at least one hour uh, conversation. So you do a coaching session right away instead of to just having a... <laughs> yeah, well, well, whatever. It's, it's, it's always super interesting and we have a super long uh, discussion or, or conversation. And at the end, I, I spent too much time, to be honest. And and then Tiago created this timer so that you can say, okay, I, I want to do a 15 minutes break and everybody's informed about the 15 minutes and the timer um, informs you after 15 minutes, okay, now you have to stop and That's what I really like and I have started to, to do a bit more uh, or to use a bit more those break rooms. So, so you like more the break room than the virtual office room? I never use the, the working room, so where you work together. That's I can't do that. That's I'm not the, the person for that. I think you're doing that more often, right? Yeah, I, I, I actually I like it because um, you have someone <laughs> making sure that you work for the 25 minutes in the Pomodoro Daima. By the way, I... I started using Pomodoro after having read your blog article on that very long time ago. Yeah, we can definitely put this to the show notes, I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Or Tiago will put that to the show notes, right? Do we have to create the show notes as well? I mean, we already created the episode. I don't know. <laughs> we could make a short suggestion for the show notes. Okay, They are not that extensive in Tiago's Okay, uh, Tiago will figure episodes. it out. I mean, it... Yeah. it At the end, it was kind of a uh, big advertisement for, for Tiago's community now, right? It was not, it was not planned like that. That's no problem because that was the reason why we're doing that. We like the uh, community very much. It brings us extra value. We have fun there. It's interesting. And at least I am really looking forward how it's going to develop further. Yeah, so the main thing is that Tiago is, is happy on the boat right now. I'm pretty sure he's on a, on a sailing boat. Yeah. And that we filled the spot at least. Um, if you're already annoyed by our voices, then the next episode, you, you will have your good old hosts back again. Yeah. So continuity, we're just a little side gig. And we hope that we could give Tiago a, a bit of time, however he used it. Yeah. Marketing blog, if you want to hear our voices, both of us have created a podcast too. Yeah, but I have just a German podcast at the moment. So you have the English And one. And mine is just for international students in Passau. But we can also put the, the links to the show notes. Thank you so much, Wolfi, for hopping on this train. Yeah, thanks for the really good idea. You have to do the... Now you have to do the official, this was another blah, blah, blah. Ah, yeah. You have to do that. Uh, I, I didn't write it down. Okay. This was another episode of The Wannabe Entrepreneur, the podcast about it, what it's really like to bootstrap a company, special edition, with Wolfi and Luisa to give Tiago a break. Wait, and then there's always the, if you want to become a member, you're not very well prepared. Well, that you can do that. <laughs> yeah, if you want to become a member of this 
great, great, super cool, nice community. And also to support the podcast, you can go to an address we will add to the show notes. I, I'm not good with, with names and addresses. And then you can spend some money. I also don't know exactly how much it is. We don't know. Maybe it changes. And then you will be also part of this, this cool community. And usually you can also try it out and get your money back if you're not happy with us in the community. If you want to support the podcast, you can buy Tiago a coffee on the Buy Me a Coffee platform. And then there is the monthly payment. It's not too much to become a member of the community. Exactly. Enjoy your day and hopefully we see you soon in, in the introduction channel. You'll see. We're going to get back to you soon. Mm -hmm.